Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Twelve thirty-four in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Again, the breaking news of the day involves Josh Archibald signed to a two-year extension, one point five million dollars per career-high twelve goals. He's got one hundred and sixty hits this season. He's moved up and down the Oilers lineup, and that might be part of the theme as we go open line and uh, fully engaged right now with you seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. That is the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. You can also text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. I will tell you some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that Oilers now sent you. We're going to move Elliot Friedman to 105 today. Alan May coming up at 135. Brendan, here's the deal. We got a one line. The, the, the Oilers' top line right now is dry settle with Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto. Uh, that said, the Oilers have got to find a way to have... We know Connor McDavid can carry a line. But they got to find a way to have some consistency with the line. The the thing with Archibald, and some people say, well, why don't you just keep him there? He can play there, and he's going to grind, and he's going to work. Then Riley Sheehan isn't the same player, and you need Archibald and Sheehan killing penalties together. So I want to throw it out there right now to the listeners and the texters. Again, the number seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Does Dave Tippett need to? Because st- I think this is going to be a fluid situation the rest of the way. I think sometimes James, James Neal is going to be up in the left wing or right wing with McDavid. I think sometimes Athanasiu is. And basically, they made the trade for Athanasiu to have another guy that could give. But it might now he didn't look bad on a couple shifts. But the there's clearly no read and react game at this stage. Ennis did not have a good start in last night's game. He he played terrifically his first two games for Edmonton. Like I think these guys are going to be moving parts. 
is that the wrong way to go with this? Should they just stick with a couple guys and stick put them on the wings with McDavid? What would you do in that situation? Then we'll open it up to the, the callers, texters, tweeters, and all that kind of stuff. It's a difficult thing to find the balance in, as you mentioned, Bob, because Shane and Archibald are so effective together. You don't want to separate that. Um, so to me, it's on Cassian to, to step up and be that if you've got one line that we know can't really be negotiated, then there's only so many options for guys that can play. But they paid Zach Cassian to play alongside Connor McDavid, and I think he needs to get back to what was making him so effective in the beginning part of this season. And that's right across. That's not necessarily just playing with McDavid to me. That's playing all over the ice because you have to be able to stay with McDavid. And I think that's what we're seeing, Bob, is people can go up there and get their feet wet. But finding somebody who can play with him consistently and therefore not have that revolving door on the wings, that's that's the balance right now. Like we got people six games in already down on Athanasio. He's he's hit iron a couple times off the top of my head. And, and you know, it's, it's a different resume. If he's sitting here with three, stint. if he's sitting here three goals instead of one goal through the first six games. Everyone's talking about what a genius it, uh, exactly. Ken Holland is that he pilfered. Andreas, and I brought up yesterday with Reed Wilkins, I don't know if you heard it in the pregame show, I brought up Peter Klima because when the Edmonton Oilers traded Jimmy Carson to Detroit, they got back Adam Graves. They got back Joe Murphy. Okay, They got back Peter Klima and Jeff Sharples. Now, Sharples obviously never panned out. Graves and Murphy were a huge part of the Oilers' playoff run in 1990. They were on the kid line with Martin Jelena, who had previously come over in the Wayne Gretzky trade. Uh, Peter Klima, in the final 30 games that year, he was not in the Oilers' top six. He bounced around a bit. He scored a huge goal in the third period of the opening game of the 1990 Stanley Cup final against Boston, and then got him established in the next year as a 40-goal man because he, he could really shoot the pill. And he adds, Athanasio has had a 30-goal season with another NHL organization. So, you know, and, and I, I aren't, like I was getting guys tweeting me saying, well, you know, oh, Athanasio, he can't think, he can't. It's not easy. Like, I actually think Ennis could play with McDavid a fair amount because he's really smart, okay? You can see the, th- the thing about Ennis is he doesn't, it's funny, I see Athanasiu completely deferring to McDavid when he's on the ice with him. When I see Ennis, he's not deferring to McDavid. He'll go and take guys on with the puck as well. Uh, I'm, but I am kind of with you a bit on, on one thing here. I kind of think they need to stick Cassian back on McDavid's line. Mm-hmm. right? I, I think it's something now. Zach has got to get playing better to make that happen. Exactly. And, and the first guy that would tell you, I got to be a little bit more like Zach, you know, the seven game suspension obviously did not help. He'd be the thing about Zach Cassian is a super honest guy. He'd say, Hey, I got to, I, I got to get going here. So I'm kind of with you. I think and at some point during this four game homestand, I'd like to see Zach Cassian back up with McDavid. I put Archibald on the right side on that third line. Do you take, do you possibly break up Nugent Hopkins, Yamamoto, and Dreisaitl? I don't like that. I, I I don't because to me you're 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 not going to have like long term. I'm thinking here, Bob, and maybe they're not thinking the same way. But do you not want to have that one line solidified rather than start pulling away the chemistry that they've had? Well, if you have that line, and the, the plan was for Nygaard, by the way, to play with Sheehan and Archibald, and that was supposed to be the checking line with speed. Nygaard's going to be back here in three weeks. So he's going to. Not everybody likes. Just, just so you know, I'm a little bit more bullish on Nygaard than some others are. 
and some of it has to do with a couple of guys that I've gotten to know from Sweden over the years that have told me this guy's offense will come in time. Let us know how you feel on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. We've got tons of texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. KJAM is going to drop the puck with us on line number one. Hello, KJAM. Hey, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, I don't know where you want to start. I was going to talk about goalies, but uh, I, I talked about the forwards a bit last week. I think I'm totally with you with having Cassian up there with McDavid and then kind of, for me, rotating Ennis, Athanasiu, and Neil in there, depending on who seems to be clicking with McDavid at the time. There, You know what? There's a lot of logic in what you're saying. There is. I mean, that is a pragmatic approach to handling that situation. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, if you keep Sheehan and Archibald on the, the third line, then you're, I mean, when when uh, Nygaard comes back, I mean, like, you're you're looking at, is it going to be um, Ennis, Athanasiu, or Nygaard um, on that line? Obviously, one of Ennis or Athanasiu is playing up with McDavid, so you're balancing whoever the other player is with, uh, with uh, the Sheehan line and uh, Nygaard. Maybe not. I don't know if Ennis is, is a great fit on that line. I would say more often is CU and and Nygaard. And then, uh, I mean, like, I'm I'm not really sure how often we're going to see Kara at fourth line center. Um, yeah. I mean, big teams, but Haas has been he's been good there all year. I mean, he hasn't think, he hasn't hurt them, has he? Look at no. like, and I know guys don't like plus mine. I'll, I'll tell you this: I'm disappointed Haas isn't better in the faceoff circle, KJM, because. Yeah. Because he was really dominant at the World Championships in the faceoffs, and he's a right shot. But he's a minus one player on a team with a, some other bottom six forwards that are in the minus 20s. And he's played with some of those guys. So he hasn't killed them. So, uh, so I wonder. Bottom, like, six, go ahead. bottom six, we've got depth. Bottom six, I mean, like, it's just about figuring out, you know, what you ha- want to play with after you've decided what's going on basically on McDavid's left side, if, if that's really that's really yeah. seems where it's at. And so it's, it's not, I think that it's a good problem to have in the bottom six and a bit of a, a bit of more of a, a twister for the brain up in the top six. But what I really wanted to call it about was to talk about the goaltending last night. I, I agree with you. Um, I, I tweeted out that, like, right before they pulled him, I thought that they should pull him. Um, it's, it's one of those things where it's a bit of a mercy pull. You got a couple seeing eyes shots go in. You have a spot where it's, it's, I mean, it's tough to to make a move on that backhand, the way that the or wraparound, I should say, on the way that that play developed. And uh, and your you team, know, I, your team needed a kick in the ass too, and that yeah. was the move to do it, right? So. And what are you going to do against Kane there? I mean, I was looking at Jones there, and I'm I'm I mean, like there's there's not a lot you can do. McDa- uh, like uh, not McDavid, I'm sorry, uh, Smith takes away the bottom of the net. Uh, even from going far side for, or across, and Jones range. Jones picks him off and knocks him on his butt in the process. So yeah, there's just not a lot you can do. He's and Jones is stuck there with with another with another yeah. guy. He he gets twisted up. So you know it was it was a mercy pull, but it, I thought it, it definitely needed to be done because you know how fiery Mike Smith gets. I mean, like I'm not sure if because I mean there's a lot of situations there that he can't help. But I mean that that's going to get under his skin a little bit. Kostin played so well the game before. I mean, it was kind of debatable he who played, to start he for play, this he game. Played, hey, KJ, we got to get going here. So uh, yeah. just I'll just say this. He Koskinen played great last night. Smith, I did think in the th- second period, there were a couple times it looked like there might be some tracking issues, but that's because the Oilers' defense 
They couldn't. They, they they had their toughest game in the last 10 or 12 moving pucks up the ice. Like, it was really challenging. You want to just quickly say something about the MVP race. Go. Yeah, last thing here. You know, I, I was taking a look at the numbers, and Panarin's, uh, he, I could see him on the ballot. But if, if Dreisaitl doesn't win, the only guy I think that should be in the conversation is McKinnon. All right. Thanks a lot, man. 780-496-0063. Let's go to Rob in, uh, he's calling out of British Columbia. Hi, Rob. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'd just like to say, uh, yeah, I think the Oilers, uh, against a team like Chicago, they, they had to come out a little meaner last night, uh, a little more physical. And... Uh, that's you it. know, I, I think Clefbaum, you could really, you know, you could really tell that they would have loved to have had Clefbaum in the lineup last night. Fair comment. Uh, but uh, one thing I really was curious about yes. is Slepeshev, he's starting his playoffs over in Russia. Yes. Is If his playoffs come to an end, could they bring him back for the playoffs? They can't because they're at 50 NHL contracts right now. Okay, so here's the deal, Rob. If they were at 49, theoretically they could sign him, but he'd have to clear waivers. Why, oh. why, why would they even do that, right? Because uh. they're in a situation where uh, they're in a, they're in a situation where they own his rights. Like uh, Anton Slepchev's contract's up. He's got he finished with 45 points in 54 games. He was one of the top forwards in the KHL. He's yeah. taken a big step forward. He scored 15 and 18 goals the last two years in the KHL. Not an easy league to score in. Uh, I do think it's a possibility that the Edmonton Oilers bring him back. I will tell you that there was a player, a Finnish player named Multi Stromwell, uh, linked to the Detroit Red Wings, and he'd scored 30 goals last year in Finland. He was playing for Sochi this year. I believe he had 21 goals. It sounds like he has elected to stay, and uh, that was a player that lots of organizations would have had their eyes on. He's a, a quick uh, sort of undersized sniper, but sounds like he's going to stay another year in the KHL. And then there's a kid, I believe his name is Okulov. Chris Johnson's talked about him on Twitter before, and I believe there's five or six teams in. in with, he's with uh. he's with CSKA2, uh, as is Slapishev. So, and both, I believe it's pronounced Okulov, and Slapishev are represented by Dan Milstein, and uh, Ken Holland was over in Russia earlier this year. Okay, so there's your Russian update, okay? Okay, thank you very much. You bet. 780-496-0063. You can also text us at 780-496-0063. Brian says, Bob, I think I made it clear. If you can't skate, you can't play. Can't wait for Nygaard to come back. Not a fan of Neil at all. He was like a traffic cop pylon last night directing traffic. The one thing I would say is in the third period, first shift of the third period, I don't know if anybody saw it, James Neal flattened Adam Boquist right before Athanasio hit the crossbar, like in the first 15 seconds. And then about six minutes into the period, he buried Jonathan Taze with a hit. And that's when Connor started to get a little bit more space out there. James Neal is uh, situational in, t- in terms of who he targets. They were playing Washington earlier this year. The Caps were up 3-1, and he flattened. The Washington Capitals, Tom Wilson with it, right in front of the Washington bench against the Maple Leafs. Tonight, the Oilers won 6-4 in Toronto. Uh, he, he, he was running, guys. He got a piece of Marner, and he got Tavares twice. So, like, can he do it consistently as a 32-year-old player in terms of the physicality? 
You have to do it in the playoffs. You have to be. You have to do a bit of that. The Oilers, obviously, in the march for the playoffs. We're going to go to Jason on line number one. Hi, Jason. How are you? Hey, Bob. What's going on? Um, for me, it was kind of nice. I'm listening to the people talking about uh, how we did and what we could have done better against the Blackhawks. I'm excited to be in a position where this late in the year, a loss to the Blackhawks is something that's actually disappointing us as opposed to, well, let's look at it this way. We only lost to them by a goal, and, I mean, the guys looked good. Like, it's nice to see that both the team and the fans kind of have adopted the mentality now of that there's no reason we shouldn't be winning every night. And I think when you look at our roster, that's about as close to fruition as, we've had from a roster in a long, long time. In this so city. you're saying the coaches are getting the most out of the team. Is that what you're saying? I think that if Tippett isn't at least considered for the Jack Adams, there's something wrong with this system. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Well, there's there's a couple different ways you can judge coaching. I had this conversation with a coach today, okay? And one of the ways is special teams, and the other one, the other way is starts. And this guy, by the way, this guy I talked to today has got about an 800 winning percentage over the last 10 years that he's been a head coach. So he's been a butt. Uh, so it's a little bit of a hint to who I was talking to. Not an NA, no longer an NHL coach. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he said, Bob, starts, special teams. Those are the two ways you can really gauge teams. Well, the Oilers going into last night's game were leading the NHL in goals in the first period. And the Oilers have the number one ranked power play and the number two ranked penalty killing in the NHL, which is reflection on the staff as well. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and so I, I actually here, – here's what's interesting. The Oilers just played a seven-game stretch, which was basically a seven-game road trip. They, they had to play – they had to crush the minutes on Darnell Nurse. They had some real issues last night, even against Dallas, transitioning the puck. They're missing their best defenseman. Like, he plays 25 minutes a game. They played without Oscar Kleppbaum. Now, my guess is Oscar's back one of the next two games, and that changes everything in terms of the deployment and the personnel. You know, like, suddenly Darnell's not – and, and hey, Darnell Nurse has got some athletic ability, but he'd be the first to tell you there's game – part of his game he's got to improve on. But they, they went 4-2-1 and one in the last seven games during a difficult travel stretch, difficult uh, energy level, keeping that up, without – Oscar Clefbaum, their best defenseman, and uh, and they're not as they're going to be a better transition defenseman next fall when they have Bouchard here, and I do expect Bouchard here at the start of next season. They'll be better at moving the puck at that point too, and that's going to make their forwards better. You look at the Rangers; the biggest thing people miss with the New York Rangers, Jason, they're all talking about like Panarin's a terrific player. He's a top ten player. You know, obviously Zabanajad's had an unbelievable season. He's got 71 points, five goals. Yeah. Look at their three right-shot defensemen. Truba is the worst puck mover of the three guys they got on the back right. end. Yeah. They, they have Tony D'Angelo, and they got Fox, and they have Truba, and they can all get the puck up the ice in a hurry. It's a game-changer when you have guys that can make plays like that. So I, I'm going to be intrigued yeah. to see what happens when Clefbaum comes back up. Uh, I don't think we're going to see, unless there's significant injuries, I don't think we're going to see Bouchard down the stretch. Um, but never know. But I, I'm i with you. I think most most of the fans would admit that uh, the coach has done a good job here. 
Absolutely. Just quickly, Bob, if I could. So when you're talking then the right shot, do you see the possibility that if we can actually get something for him, that Larson may be an off-season move, or do you think we're going to go at least one more year to see if he can get back to form? Well, I, I, you know, I don't really think any of the defensemen were happy with their game last night, but I do think Adam Larson's trending in the right way here, in fairness okay. to him. And I'm going to guarantee you something right now. You could get something for Adam Larson. Larson has a good reputation. He's a staunch defensive defenseman, and you know what? He's going to look better in the playoffs, because in the playoffs, everybody hits every shift. Right. And the game's managed a little bit differently by the officials, which is why the Oilers have to, over the course of the next 14 games, you know, 10 home games here in March, in this playoff March, they got to elevate their five-on-five play because they're not, like, I just, sorry, I don't trust the refs to call the penalties that should be called come playoff time. Right. You're going to have to right. win. You you're, can't be counting on three or four power plays right. each night of right. the playoffs. You're yeah. going to have to win games five-on-five. Five. Okay, Jason? Right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks, awesome. man. Thanks so much, Bob. Yep. Twelve fifty-two in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll get to a bunch of your texts. This is Oilers now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on six thirty. Chet. Twelve fifty-six in Edmonton. All right, we don't got a lot of time, so let's get right to it. You can uh, join Dennis Laliberti this fall on a spectacular twenty-day trip to South Africa. This tour takes you through Cape Town, coastal villages, the famous Victorian Falls, plus two exciting safaris. Enjoy five-star hotels, meals, and guided tours. To book now and save a thousand dollars per couple, call New West Traveler. Go online at newwesttravel.com. KDK has texted us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. KDK says, Bob, I completely agree with you on your comments regarding puck-moving defenseman. Ethan Bear was a godsend to this team, and the Oilers are incredibly lucky to have had him develop as he has. If only had, uh, if only someone had been hammering the team via Oilers now to ensure puck-moving defensemen were the team's biggest need rather than the forwards. If only from KDK. Is he saying he did it? Or is he saying, I did it? I think he's trying to unearth a little credit for himself here. Lots of guys did it. Lots of guys. you got to have four puck movers out of the six, okay? And saying that, if you're going to have a shutdown defenseman with Larson's on his game, he can be a decent shutdown defenseman. I'll be intrigued to see what happens. Put it this way. They get Nurse who can transport it. They get Bear who can transition it. They get Clefbaum with uh, Larson. And then they have their option of Jones or Russell with Benning. But when Green comes back, he's going to be pushing hard to play. And Jones is pushing hard as well. Could be a little bit different looking uh, 
team moving forward. Uh, that was a, part of the frustration, obviously, in seeing Mike Green go out of the lineup. There's some confidence in his abilities uh, as a as a defenseman. Bob, do you think? What do you think of Innes and Yamamoto with McDavid? Well, the problem is, do you want to break up Nugent Hopkins, Drysaddle, and Yamamoto? It's as good as any line in the league right now. Like, they're clicking offensively. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell for NHL Hockey and Rogers in the River Cree Resort and Casino. Elliot Friedman when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.